88.1 FM. Good afternoon. I'm Bishop Kenny Townsend, along with my wife, Minister Mildred Townsend. And you're now tuned in to Moments of Inspiration, Perfecting the Saints, right here on KAYT. Sit back and enjoy the Word of God. To take a stand. Not no. host and thank you once again for tuning in to another session of moments of inspiration perfecting the saints right here on your real love station k-a-y-t 88.1 f-m that's right my friends it is now time to take a stand there's a worldly saying that goes if you don't stand for something you'll fall for anything and because we're in the lateness of the hour amen satan has launched an all-out attack to get god's people What's the opposite of stand? You tell me. If the opposite of up is down, the opposite of stand is what? That's right, my brothers and sisters. He has launched an all-out attack to keep you in the realm of falling. Praise be to God. But because of who Jesus Christ is, as John said, I would rather, you know what? I'd rather uh, uh, be right than, than to have all of my friends. I would rather be right in the Lord. I would rather lose my church, my congregation, than to go along to get along. Because, amen, we've got to stand for holiness. We've got to stand for righteousness. We've got to stand for the things, amen, that the very essence of who Jesus is comprised and made of. Praise be to God. We're so delighted to be with you on this beautiful day that the Lord has made. I'm Bishop Kenny Townsend, along with my beautiful wife of 27 years. Amen. Minister Mildred Townsend. And together we bring to you the Moments of Inspiration Outreach Ministry, which can be heard here every Saturday at 12.30 p.m. As a matter of fact, we'd like you to get on the phone, call a friend, call a neighbor, let them know that Moments of Inspiration Perfecting the Saints is on the air. And we thank and praise God for all of our brothers and sisters that have decided to take a stand. That's right, my brothers and sisters. We're at the lateness of the hour. The Lord Jesus Christ is showing us that all the signs of his coming are imminent. Amen. And I can tell you before uh, Minister Mildred leads us in prayer and shares a scripture with us, amen, that uh, the subject of our lesson today that we're going to share with you is entitled, Stop Eating Junk Food. 
stop eating junk food. All right, Minister Mildred, if you so kindly will. Yes, Acts 18, 9 and 10 says, Then spake the Lord to Paul in the night by a vision, Be not afraid, but speak, and hold not thy peace. For I am with thee, and no man shall set on thee to hurt thee, for I have much people in this city. Heavenly Father, we just thank you. We thank you because you're wonderful. We come to you, Lord, thanking and praising you because you're glorious. Hallelujah. There's none like you nowhere. Father, we thank you because you are truly a friend of ours. We thank you because we know, God, that you woke us up this morning. God, you started us on our way. And for that alone, God, we thank you, God. We thank you because there's nobody like you nowhere, Lord. We thank you because you're mighty. God, you're, ooh, glory to God. There's none like you, Lord. We give you praise today, God. We give you praise. We give you glory. Lord, we ask you to look on your people everywhere, 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 Lord God. You know, Lord God, the need. You know what they need, Lord, more than we. Lord, we ask you to look on your people, God. We know that the lateness of the hours upon us. We're praying, God, that you would just give people a mind, a heart to repent. Lord, to turn from the wicked way. Oh, yes. Lord God, during this time, we oh, thank yes, you today Lord. because you're God, Lord God, that forgives. Yes, Amen. Lord. You forgive. Yes, you You do. said that you would, that none are perish, but all come to repentance. Oh, yes, Lord. Lord God, that's your heart desire. But you're not going to make us do anything, Lord God. You're not going to make us do anything. That's the kind of gentleman you are. Yes. You will not, hallelujah, make us do anything. Oh, yes. You give us choice. Lord, let them choose to do the right thing. Before your wrath come upon oh, your yeah. people. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray in this day. Amen. Amen. Beloved, we thank and praise God for you. Amen. You could be doing 101 other things, but you decided to tune in to Moments of Inspiration, Perfecting the Saints. And that's exactly why we call it that, Perfecting the Saints. The Lord's coming back with tens of thousands of his saints. And I can tell you what, they're going to be perfect when they come back. Oh, uh-huh. But now here's the thing about it. In order to be caught up with him, you've got to be perfect. Amen. And that's the reason why we entitled the name of this segment of the broadcast, Stop Eating Junk Food. Now, I want to bring something, and I want to bring this with clarity to you to understand. And I want to take your mind back. I just want to rewind your mind just back a little bit, Minister Mildred, if I could, to share with God's people that when Jesus was in the wilderness, he had been fasting 40 days and 40 nights. And the Bible says afterwards, he hungered. And then the tempter came to him. Now, what I'm about to drive home to some of you, you might not be aware of this, but because of your inability to properly decipher the word of God and without the infusion of the Holy Ghost, the same thing that Satan did to Jesus, he'll do to you. Bishop Townsend, what was that that he did? Well, the Bible says that he began to first tempt him by trying to see what type of power he really had. Well, he wanted to see what type of power he really had and if he could get him to abuse the power that he had. If thou be the son of God, then take these stones and command them to be made bread. Well, we know Jesus can do anything. Yes. Uh-huh. In other words, he wanted him to overstep his boundary. He wanted him to step out of the fleshly nature in which God sent him for and, and just pick up total divinity again. Jesus could have done that. But you see, Jesus had been reared in the scriptures. And he also know that the tempter was able to take scripture and turn it into junk food. He knew that, Minister Mildred. Jesus began to respond by saying, man shall not live by bread alone, but by, not some word, y'all. Every word. 
Write that down right now. Every word. Write that down right now. Not some word, because some word denotes that you will be given junk food by using the scriptures. Why do you think the apostle said that they will make gain of you using the word of God? It has become junk food to the ears of those that bring it to you. And one thing I can equate natural food with, with spiritual food. In our home, when we were rearing our children, we would go out and make grocery. And I'll tell you what, if you don't give children a solid, balanced meal and you keep nothing but, let, now let me put it to you like this. You can have beans and cornbread and black-eyed peas and greens and all of that good stuff at the house. But because children are automatically junk food oriented, they're going to want McDonald's, they're going to want Burger King, and if you give it to them, sure they're going to eat it. Just like in the household of God, if you don't give these children something, if you don't give children in the household of God something that is going to make them strong, you can tell them about Shadrach and Meshach and Bidnego until the cows come home, and you know what? All they're going to do is be weak. You can tell them about the fiery furnace, they're going to be weak. You can tell them about Daniel prayed for 21 days and they still going to be weak because we need the knowledge of Jesus Christ and the power in which that he denoted for us to have. The Bible said that these other things were written for our learning. Uh-huh. You understand? We learn about the bubonic plague and all of the different types of plagues that, that plagued the European continents years ago. But we need to know what's happening now. What type of plagues are upon us now? So in other words, when we would feed these children, we would go out and we would buy the hot dogs, the bologna, the different type of pizzas and stuff like that. And when my wife cooked the good food, they didn't want it. You know why? Because they had got used to the junk food. In the body of Christ, so many of us have got used to junk food till when real food is brought our way, we look at it as though we're hearing a strange language. But it's time out for junk food, brothers and sisters. It is time out to solidify your walk with God so that you may be strong in the power of his might. If we can briefly go to the word, Minister Miller, I want you to go to the word of God with me. And I want to share with you why Jesus found it important to, to, to give the people something. And he left this admonition even with Peter before he left. He didn't say pacify. You see, we're living in a dispensation where people are looking to pacify folk. They're, looking to, they're scared that if I tell them the truth, that they're going to walk off and leave me. But let me tell you something. You're going to be held accountable for blood, sheep's blood, on your hand for not telling God's people the truth. And for those of you that know the truth and you stay up under somebody that's pacifying you with junk food, the Bible said, how can the blind lead the blind? They both going to fall in the ditch. Now, remind you, I'm telling you this in love. Amen. Because the Bible said whom God loved, he chastened. And look, I tell him all the time, whoop me, Lord. Spank me. Amen. Whatever you got to do, do it, Lord God, because I know when you get through whooping me, you're going to have mercy on me. Praise be to God. Now, this is not a license to beat up on folks. Now, don't get me wrong. But now, but here's what's happening. In this dispensation of time, we're getting too much junk food. Amen, Bishop. And when you were saying about the junk food and when the children didn't want nothing, uh, I mean, you know, nothing but the junk food because that's what we was, uh, uh, that's what I was cooking. Amen. Just the junk food. But when I began to get put the uh, healthy foods before them and didn't buy the junk food, they had no other source but to eat the <laughs> the real food. 
Amen. And, that, and I noticed that because when you stop giving, I, I told you to even stop buying the junk food. Stop right. buying the pizza. Stop buying the hot dogs. Stop buying it. And uh, I used to notice that when I would come home, we still have a pot of beans. Yes. Uh, a cornbread. Yeah. Greens. They would still be there. But when she stopped giving them the junk food, man, I tell you what, when I got ready to look for my food, my food was gone. Yeah, they began to eat. Huh? Yeah, huh? You know what? Food. They began to appreciate the <laughs> nutritional value Amen. that was given to them. All I'm simply telling you, brothers and sisters, is that God's people want some nutritional value given to them. They're hungry for the truth, Amen. but you're steady giving them junk food. You know why you're giving them junk food? Because you're still living in sin. My God. You're still living an adulterous life. You're still living a life of fornication. You still got chicks on the side, but you want to tell them, you know what, God working with us all. Oh, Jesus. But here's what happened. If God come, why you got chicks on the side? Mm. If the Lord come, why you still in adultery, in fornication? You know what? That junk food you eating going to prove exactly what you've been eating because we're going to be left behind. Get out. Praise be to God. But here's what, here's what, here's what uh, the Lord shared with Peter. Amen. Minister Miller, go with me briefly to the book of uh, Acts. The book of Acts. Uh, I'm sorry, go to John 21 and 15. Read that real quick for me, and then we're going to go to Acts. John, not 1 John, but John. I know you. John 21, 15. John 21, 15 says. Uh, I've got to get it myself, but uh, uh, I, I know. Mm -hmm. I got it. You got it? So right. when they had dined, Jesus said to Simon Peter. Now watch this, y'all. Simon. Simon. Son of Jonah. Son of Jonah. Lovest thou more, me more than thou? Do you love me, Pastor, more than the congregation itself? Well, well. Pastor, do you love me more than the deacon board that helped get you voted in? Do you love me more than the auxiliaries that have you up there and you say you're preaching and teaching God's word? Do you love me more than the title bishop, more than the title apostle, more than the title prophet? Do you love me more than these? Yes. What does he say, Minister? And he said unto him, Yeah, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thou knowest that I, I love thee. I, I'm a preacher. God called me to preach. He called me to testify of his glory. Man didn't call me, but God called me. So, so God is getting some things straightened out right now. If you've been called to preach and you've been called to teach and you've been called to witness on the word of God, listen to what God tells the admonition to the apostle whose footsteps that we're supposed to be following in. What does he say? He said unto him, Feed my lambs. Now, it's interesting that he started off by saying lambs. Come on. Because don't nobody come into this born-again experience grown. That's it. Uh-uh. They don't come in grown. He began to say, feed my lambs. And, and you know what? Babies are tender, but they need nutrition too. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. When they first get here, why do you think that they take the babies and they say, look, bring them back so we can give them the shots that they need now. Yeah. So that we can bring them up to speed because are, their body is trying to grow. But we've got to inoculate them against the things that are out to destroy them. Yes. Feed my lambs. Yes, Lord. I'm simply telling the baby saints of God that you need to be inoculated in the word of God in such a way so that you can get enough strength so that as time goes on and you progress in the things of God, we can make the transition from milk to meat easily. Your body got to get strong. Your digestive system got to get strong. Feed my lambs, Peter. Then what did he say, Minister Mildred? And, Bishop, it doesn't matter how long they've been in, in uh, 20 years in the church. It, it's still lambs. Some of them still lambs because a lot of times they didn't get the word. That is true. That is true. It, 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 it's just like uh, uh, the slaves back in the olden days. They, they, were, they were restricted from learning how to read and write. 
And when you're restricted adequate education, you don't know what adequate education is. Same thing in the church. Amen. Many of the poor people of God are sitting up on the people that are just pacifying them. Amen. And they've not, they've not yet grown yes. in the things of God. And so here's what God is telling the true shepherd. Now, I'm not talking about the hirelings. Yes. The hireling only wants his check. That's it. Uh-huh. And he goes along with the deacons. And if the and if he if he starts to preach the word, the deacons are saying, we're getting you up out of here. That's the difference between a true shepherd and a true man of God. He don't care what the deacons think. That's right. Because you know what he knows? Even though you politically called yourself voting me in, God is still in charge. He's in charge. And if God called me to do this thing, I've got to feed the sheep. Go ahead, Minister Mildred. And he said unto him again the second time, Simon. Simon. Son of Jonas. Pastor. Bishop. Apostle. Do you love me more <laughs> than these tithe givers? All right now. Do you love me more than your appreciation? Bless the Lord. Do you love me more than your anniversary? Mm. Do you love me more than the vacation that they're going to give you on? Or the car that you're looking for them to buy? Do you love me more than these? And what did he say? And he said unto him, yeah, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. But can I still have my vacation, Lord? <laughs> can I still have my anniversary? Yes, Lord. Lord, because, see, we didn't, we didn't already planned it out. We're going to have it at the, at the Ramada Inn, and we're going to have thousands of people there. And, you know, last year they raised me 10,000. I'm believing this year they can raise me 20. But do you love me more than these? What did he say? And he said unto them, feed my sheep. Don't give my folks junk food. Feed them. Uh-uh. Don't do what's necessary that's going to make your pockets look fat. Feed my sheep. I've entrusted them into your care. And then what did he say, Minister Mildred? And he said unto him the third time, Simon, son of Jonas, levest thou me? Peter was grieved because he said unto him the third time, levest thou me? And he said unto him, Lord, thou knows all things. I'm thou praying knows. that the so-called yes. called of God, that God will <laughs> let a spirit of grievance come upon yes. them. Lord, I'm grieved in my spirit because I know I ain't doing what you want me to do. Mm. I should be teaching your people holiness and righteousness. But yes. you know what? I'm making excuses for my own inadequacies. Yes, Lord. Feed my sheep. Don't pacify them. Don't entertain them. Feed my sheep. And then what did he say? And he said unto the Lord, Thou knowest all things. Thou knowest that I love thee. Jesus said unto him, Feed my sheep. Let us go to the book of Acts, Minister Mildred. Acts chapter 20. You see, brothers and sisters, it's imperative that when you have that ecclesiastical position, you got to feed God's people. You can't pacify them. That's the reason why we got adultery running up in the church. That's the reason why we've got all of the sinful things taking place. The ministers are weak. The deacons are weak. The pastors are weak. You know why? Because everybody's been raised up on junk food. Junk food. Lord Jesus. Junk food ain't going to make you strong. He tried to. Let me tell you something. When I said junk food, Satan will take it and distort it. Did he not take Jesus and said, if you be the son of God, take yourself and throw yourself off of this cliff. So because it is written. Listen to how he tried to turn the food, the word into junk food to Jesus. Mm -mm. For it is written, he shall give his angels. Satan will take the scriptures to keep you weak. That's what he'll do. He will take the scriptures to keep you bound. And that leader that is bound, he want to keep you bound. He want to kill you. Instead of sit down. Mm -hmm. He should sit down. She should sit down. But they want to keep you bound. Because they're a hireling. And can I be honest with you? You ain't got no pastor. You got a disaster. Because mm. you need something that's going to make you strong. When you go to the doctor, ain't it funny? You'll go to the doctor. 
And a man will put you in the office and say, when I come back, mm-hmm. I want you to have every bit of clothes off. A man you ain't never seen in your life. That's right. You ain't seen him a day in your life. And you know what? You'll strip naked for him. Strip naked. And then he'll go to the word of God that's designed to strip you naked, and you still trying to hold on. Shame on you. Amen. Then talk against it. Amen. Shame on you. Well, well, Bishop, that, that don't mean that. That don't mean that. Yes, it does. It means what it said. But see, if you ain't got the Holy Ghost, you can't discern it. And if you got men up that ain't got the Holy Ghost, they can't present the Holy Discernment to the Scriptures to you. Man. Acts chapter 20 and 28. What does it say, Mr. Mildred? Take heed, therefore. Watch this now. Take heed. Until yourself. Yourself. Listen, congregation, you know if you're being fed. Come on. You know if you're up under somebody that's really preaching and teaching the word. You know it. Some of the scriptures that I share with people, they say, well, you know what, Bishop Townsend, we, my, my preacher, he don't preach and teach it. Why is this? This been in the Bible all the time. Why ain't he preaching and teaching? Because he caught up himself. My she Lord. caught up herself. Jesus, so true. It's, and they know one thing, that they can't tell you about your sins because you can point a finger right back at them. Jesus. But Jesus. they're supposed to be examples. What does it say, Minister Mildred? Take heed therefore unto yourself uh-huh. and to all the flock. To all the flock. Over the which the Holy Ghost uh-huh. has made you overseers. See, without the Holy Ghost, you can't, church you, of God. you can't even oversee the church without the Holy Ghost. See, going up through the ranks don't make you a preacher. It don't make you a pastor. All you done done is just got into politics of this thing. It take the Holy Ghost to make you the overseer. To feed the church of God. Feed the church of God. He didn't say entertain the church of God. Feed them. He didn't say bring entertainment to, 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 to uh, give the people something to entertain them. He said feed them. Mm. Feed the church of God. And then what else to say, Minister Mildred? Which he hath purchased with his own blood. See, Jesus purchased the Hallelujah. church. So, so we've got blood. to do with Jesus. See, he's the boss man. Big boss man. And we got to do it his way. Now, let me, now, let me give ad- admonition to you. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, seek it. Yes. I know the seminaries are good. The theological teachings are good. But when it's all said and done, you're talking loud, but you really ain't saying nothing. We have to display the works of God in our life. We can't just preach it and talk about it because that's all we're doing is talking. Talking. You become nothing more than a lecturer. Jesus. Amen. But you need some power yes. in your life. Power. Now, now, how are you going to tell somebody else about power and you ain't got power? But you make an excuse for you not having no power. Mm. Can I tell you the truth? You need to sit down. My Lord. You need to sit down because you know what? You're leading everybody in a ditch. What else, Minister Mildred? Number 29 says, for I know this, that after my departing. Now, this is what Paul said. I know that after I'm gone, what's going to happen? Shall grievous wolves enter in among you. And doing what? Not sparing the flock. You know what? They're going to make the flock think that, you know what? Everything that I'm telling you is acceptable. Oh, glory. That's the doctrine of Satan. Right. Satan told Eve in the garden, uh, God know the day that you eat the fruits, you shall not surely die. See how he distorted God's word. Amen. That's Satan's job, Amen. to distort the word, to keep you from being effective in what God said you're supposed to be effective in. That is a doctrine of demons and devils using the word of God. And to the congregation and the inhabitants that call themselves saints of God, open your eyes and realize that God wants you strong. He don't want you weak. And anybody that's preaching and teaching a doctrine of weakness, you need to run like the world is on fire. Amen. Your souls depend on it. Your soul depend on it. You see, the Bible said that when the watchmen see danger coming and don't sound an alarm, you got blood on your hands. hands. What else, Minister Mildred? 
Number 30 say also of your own selves shall men rise speaking perverse things. They're going to come up through the ranks. To draw away disciples. They're going to come up them. through the ranks. They're going to come up through the organization. They're going to come up through all kind of ways. And then they're going to make excuses for their inadequacy. They gonna, sisters, they're going to say it's y'all fault. Yes. They're going to say you wearing the short dresses. And, and what you're doing is you're catching the preacher's eye. And, and, and so now he ain't nothing but a man. But let me tell you something. When you're filled with the Holy Ghost, mm -hmm. you let your God knows that there. when he put this Holy Spirit yes. inside of your vessel, he knew you was a man. Yes, he knew it already. And this when his Bible says, when you're enticed, it's after your own lust, Look. preacher. It ain't that sister's fault. If that sister's sitting in a dress is short and you and you full of lust, it's going to catch your eye. Well, she's full of lust, and she's sitting up there like well, that. Well, she's full of lust, but now you're the example. Amen. You're the example. You're supposed to admonish her as a person that need help. Yes. Especially you got your own wife. What you doing full of lust? Amen. You know what? Because you've been in lust all the time. Never been delivered. And so what the thing is, you're making a, an excuse for the rest of the saints to be in lust. Mm. But I got to tell you the truth. If Jesus come while you're that way, preacher, you lost. Lost. Pastor, if the Lord come that way, you lost. Man. Evangelist, you lost. I mean, don't get me wrong. We can talk about this grace thing until the cows come home. The grace thing is just that, you know what? Many of us would have been stoned to death a long time ago. Yes. But that don't give us an excuse to stay in sin. That's if right. Jesus come for you right today, my friend, and you in sin, you lost. You lost. I don't care what title you got. That's the word of God. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care how much tithe you gave. Man. Tell me the truth, Bishop Townsend. Tell me the truth so that I can grow. That's why he said, feed my sheep. Amen. And the baby saints that just come in. See, uh, when you first come in, that's the reason why we done entertained folks so long, we don't even know how to bring folks into the church now. Mm. We're following the rudiments and the traditions of men. The, man, the jailer asked him, he said, what must I do to be saved, Minister Mildred? I don't recall Paul saying, well, you can come in by letter. No, he didn't say You can come in by Christian experience. Or you can come in for candidate for baptism. No, he didn't tell him that. He said, you know what you do to come in? If thou can believe mm -hmm. on the Lord Jesus Christ, you can be saved and your household. And he said, I believe. Mm. You see, we didn't become so politically incorrect now. That's why the body is weak. Yes, Lord. We've come up with man-made concoctions that ain't even in the scripture. But if I'm going to give it to you, I'm going to give it to you straight what the word say. On the day of Pentecost, they said, repent. What must we do? Men and brethren, what shall we do? Repent. Confess the Lord Jesus Christ, yes. and thou shalt be saved. Yes. But Bishop Townsend, we just do that to open up the doors to get them inside the church. Also, in other words, you just see a, 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 another tithe payer. You ain't God. concerned about the soul. So many. You, you, you just see another person that you can put on the auxiliary. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. Can't nobody come into the church unless they repent. If you've repented and you're ready to give your life to Jesus Christ. Yes, Lord. You didn't open the building. But see, you got to be born into the body. Yes, Lord. We didn't become too politically incorrect. Minister Mildred, go with me to Revelations 22 and 11. We got about two or three minutes left. 22 and 11, if you will. Because when it's all boiled down and said, brothers and sisters, no, no, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go back to the word again. No, I, I'm going to take them to some real food. Once again, go to 1 John, Mr. Mildred. I'm sorry. Go to 1 John. 3. 3. 7 through 10. 1 John. Here goes some, here goes some food, y'all. You've been getting junk food too long. Some of the stuff they didn't know was in the Bible. I, I know they didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. So, so children didn't know okra existed. Yes, Lord. Some of them didn't know okra existed. 
They didn't know squash existed. They didn't know uh, 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 that uh, a rutabaga and all that stuff existed because ain't nobody been giving it to them. But once they give it to you and you appreciate the value of it. Man. First John. Uh, Three and eleven. Uh, First John. Yeah, you know, you know, you know what I be reading. I got First John, but I don't know the, exactly what where to start at. All right, First John, third. I'll start at verse number seven. Little children, let no man deceive ye. That's did, congregation. You don't let nobody deceive you. He did do a righteous. I, I, I don't care if he got apostle under his name. It's righteous. I, I don't care if he got bishop <laughs> under his name. I, I don't care if he calls himself chief apostle under his name. Little children, let no man deceive you. What else? And number eight. Says, no, no, no. I want you to feed number seven. Finish oh, it. Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. Number eight, say what? He that had committed sin is of the devil. Now watch this. I don't care. The preacher that's making an excuse. Well, we just confess our sin. But what if Jesus come while you're in the sin? Well, see, what the preacher don't want you to know is because he in sin. He don't want to let you know he really of the devil. Yes. Now, here go the word for what it say. Word. What it say, Minister Mildred? He, he that, that com committed sin is of the devil. You've been getting junk food too long. For the devil sent it from the beginning. The devil sent it from the, see, the devil is a lie. He lied to Eve with the word. And we got preachers up lying to folks with the yes, word, exactly. keeping them in sin. Satan is a liar, a manipulator. And a deceiver. And if you are sitting up under a preacher that's making excuse for you to stay in sin, talking about, well, God gave us another chance. But what if he don't give you another chance? My God, my God. What if he don't give you another chance? What if he called, what if you drop dead right now? The same preacher that told you that, his soul is lost. If Bishop Townsend is sin and I drop dead right now, my soul lost. Yes, it is. This thing ain't nothing to play with. It's, it's serious. serious. Whosoever committed sin is of the devil. Why, Minister Mildred? Number, number no, 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 I want you to finish number eight. Number eight. For his, this person is the son of. Number the, eight. He that committed sin is of the devil. For the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Island came in Jesus and I'm still sinning. I'm still sinning. 